Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Barricade Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast, Sold Out. With me, your host, Freddie Loso. With my co-host, BBG. Let's go! And Anthony the Encyclopedia. And gentlemen, the tarnish is off the crown jewel, isn't it? He puts a lot of thought in it. I do, I like it. He takes his time, he thinks about it, he comes up with something every week. Guys, you gotta give him credit where credit is due. This man takes time and gets that opening line set up throughout the whole week. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, speaking of Crown Jewel, the All American Tournament so far. Well, so far. Like, you might as well throw Jack Swagger in it. The little We the People, the All American American himself in the All American uh, Tournament. It's true. So, are we actually going to have Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia? Are we not? Are we going to be moving it to the UK, which I've heard? Are we going to make it the world's greatest Survivor Series? What's what's going on here? I mean, what's what's what does the winner win? Um, a murdering massacre? Like, is that what's going to happen? Like, otherwise, they better move it. Wow. I mean, I and I always say that because I understand the concern. There's government officials getting involved. Um, wrestlers, I have read, are fearing going over there, things like that. Like, I get it. All right? Yeah, my joke was too far. <laughs> but at the end of the day, let's be honest, it's a concern right now. It is. It's a big concern within WWE. You've got, I believe – some senators, the president himself getting on the phone with Vince McMahon, voicing their concerns about it. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, did they remove the Saudi Arabia tag from the events? If you go on the event section, yeah, it does not say Saudi Arabia uh, is the location for the event, which is interesting because they've also said we're monitoring the situation. So unless it's confirmed that what's happened happened and we won't say what that is for those that the week at heart listeners that we might have um unless there's some color to confirmation that what they believe happened is what happened it's probably not going to get changed i've read that the superstars are concerned they don't want to go there um under the circumstances uh, apparently triple h was questioned as to them moving it to another location specifically the uk since they're going to be in manchester for raw and smackdown three days later and his answer was uk will get another pay-per-view when the time is right i don't know what the hell that means uh i mean they've run ufc cards over there at like midnight or two or three in the morning so that it's still at the normal time for the u.s east coast so i don't understand what what the big deal is there. The thing that shocked me is in the last 24 hours, JBL appeared on one of the news networks and actually said that WWE is a leader of change. And in order to have the change, they have to go into these territories to try to push that agenda and that they should still go for it. Uh, Typical JBL though. He's always been pro whatever WWE wants and what have you. What, what are your thoughts guys? Do you think they should? He also, I feel like is, big into the military and things like that. Yes. So he probably does monitor and see these situations and things like that and put some thought behind it would be my guess. Because remember, he's the reason for tribute, tribute to the troops. Yes. He, he, his idea put it together. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's actually coming from him, 
But like Anthony said, it could also be what WWE is telling him to say. But I think if WWE is telling him to say it, he is seriously backing it. Yeah. I mean, if your wrestlers are showing concern, if the country's showing concern, if your workers, not just the wrestlers, like the ring staff, all those guys, they're showing concern as well. First off, you already cut your roster in half because you can't take the women over there. Mm-hmm. So that's one major thing. So you got to bring all these legends in because you got to fill the card somehow. It may be time to, I know they may be contractually obligated to fulfill these shows, but there's got to be something they, they can do to, you know, either get themselves out of it or something along those lines where they, they have to really think ahead and think more than just, the millions and millions of dollars that they're getting and think about public image and safety and all that stuff. Does Jack Swagger think it's safe though? The Northeast wrestling champion was all American American. Does he think it's safe for them to go? I don't know. We'd have to oh. ask him. Yeah. Well, we'd have to get him on. By the time we get him on though, it'll be, the show will be over. So yeah. well, for the next one. Well, not just everything what you guys said, but you have Linda McMahon who's in charge of small business for the government. She's like the head of the Small Business Administration in Washington. How does that make her look if the company her husband runs goes against the wishes of U.S. senators that are pushing that the show be canceled or moved to another location? Has that been considered? There's a lot weighing in here. I Let me hear your thoughts on this. There has been some that believe there's been a rumor out there that Shawn Michaels' return is partially due to a $10 million pay that he was supposed to get for this event. Now, if this show is never going to be in Saudi Arabia, and let's say it was in the UK the whole time and that big money deal wasn't a part of it, does Shawn Michaels make his return? Is this solely a money th- grab for him? Because if, if it isn't, Fine, then he was going to be there no matter what. But I wonder if the money was the starting factor in getting him to return. I'm sure it was. Everybody's got a price. It's very true. For Vince McMahon. Yeah. I mean, he he is in the company fold because he is working with NXT. He is one of the, tra- the head trainers, right? If I'm not mistaken. I think he's more of an, in an advisor capacity. But yeah, he's he's at least involved in some training capacity down there. Right, so if that's the case, maybe you can still get him. But that big $10 million incentive was looming large, I would say. I think so, too. What do you think, Steve? Well, I don't know. I got nothing. If you were If you were running the company, what would you do, Steve? Would you pull, um, pull him out, keep him in? I'd probably have a two-hour snow delay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remove the show? Um, yeah, I would remove it. Like, you wouldn't be happy in Saudi Arabia, that's for sure. I'd find somewhere, whether it's Mexico. I probably would go to Canada just because I'm a hater of Canada. Uh, no, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just kidding, Canada. I love you. Oh. Canada. Um, so 
I would probably find somewhere else to go. I mean, especially when you figure your talent is now nervous to go. And it's not even like, and I'm not trying to be like sexist when I say this, it's not even the women because the women aren't even going. These are the guys who are, you know, who are always the superstars, you know, yeah. like, and they're the ones who are concerned. Um, you know, the only person who's probably not concerned right now is Dolph Ziggler. And that's probably because he's going to go to Saudi Arabia, bang someone's wife and cause another divorce. Shall we talk about that real quick? Nice lead-in. It was a good lead-in. Go ahead. No. Tell us all about it. Dolph Ziggler is a homewrecker, like other people I know too. Like it's it's crazy. Uh, my boy DZ breaking up happy homes. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is the, the greatest going part. Around. Is guys, I want you to know when we record this, Freddie's to the left of me and Anthony's on a screen. Anthony's laugh was <laughs> so wide just now. I thought he was hurting his jaw, and Freddie's just speechless over here by me tonight. Um, but yeah. I hope that the lady that uh, Dolph Ziggler cost her marriage, I hope he got her pregnant or something. It would just make the story so much better. Why don't you elaborate on what happened for the people that don't know what you're talking about? Well, basically, um, I guess uh, some guy went to the press or whatever and announced that he was divorcing his wife because last week when they were in what country were they in again? Australia. Australia. Um, the Friday night they were there, Dolph Ziggler slept with his wife. And because of that, they're getting a divorce. So, um, you know, I guess she did. He, she she got the zigzag and now the divorce is on the zigzag. Like, I don't know. There were, Dolph was involved in two super showdowns. Oh, bam. And the encyclopedia with another cliche. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so now we'll move on to the next topic. We've got some teasing going on from the elite. Yes. The Bullet Club. Cody, the Bucks. Kenny, Marty's girl. Um, I haven't seen anything from Marty, have you? No, but I think they're kind of wrapping them all together, so I don't like, know if it's going to be the whole. I've seen Young Bucks, Cody, and Kenny. Mm -hmm. I've seen videos of Cody and Kenny teasing it, even um, – Matt from the Young Bucks teasing it. Um, I read this really good article earlier today, uh, one of these big wrestling websites. I forget which one it was. Who's your source? I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but the article basically broke it down, positives and negatives of uh, the four of them ending up in WWE right. or what their next move is. The fact that they're with Ring of Honor and New Japan now, and it pretty much looks like they're kind of shitting on them. Like, they are leaving. Like, they're mm -hmm. they're giving the signs left and right to their fans, whether it's on Twitter or YouTube, you know, whatever. It looks like it's inevitable that it's coming. And that could be a huge work, too, the guy was uh, pointing out. But he said in WWE, it's risky. Does Vince let them have control? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, if you let them have control... You bring them in, <clears throat> I wouldn't care if you had a Bullet Club on Raw, a Bullet Club on SmackDown, or just have the crew on both shows, mm -hmm. and you get AJ Styles in there, Gallows and Anderson, the people you need to. I mean, hell, bring up Adam Cole and have him dump his other three guys down in NXT because he was Bullet Club at one point. For you fact. have the major power struggle, and you have Baylor and AJ. Baylor, yep, another one. Like have an amazing yeah. group in WWE and they'd have to do it right. But they said Vince McMahon probably would not give them as much control as they would like, where 
these guys are being paid massive amounts of money and they're running their shit. Like they everything yeah. that they do is them. I mean, look at look at all in. They took a chance with all in. You don't know that that was going to be successful. Guess what? It was. Um, they killed it. So, in my opinion, it could go either way right now. I mean, if they were to come to WWE, somehow they'd have to get Vince or like you know whoever to agree. Like, hey, we got creative control. Like, you could chime in, but overall, we make the decisions for us. Yeah. You know, and I I know it's not going to happen, unfortunately. And we got someone like Cody Rhodes there who's was a mid-carder in WWE. You never know. What if they bring him back and make him a mid-carder, like when he should be up top? Yeah. He's proven himself. Cody Rhodes may not want to come back because he probably doesn't trust them, yeah. you know? So it could go many ways. But they have they have all the leverage, in my opinion. If they come to WWE, you're bringing all the fans, mm-hmm. all the indie shows, oh, yeah. the Japan shows. You're bringing everybody back. You're going to bring them back, but you better not think that you can bring them back and take control because you'll screw it all that's up. That's the thing. They have the upper and hand. And is infamous for that. Yeah. You know? You have a handful of guys that have been successful that was also pointed out in this article. That Not that they let them do their thing, but WWE knew what they had and they rolled with it. Those people that they named in this article, uh, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, all guys – that were either in New Japan at some point or Ring of Honor. Champions in Ring of Honor as well, except uh, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose is just like a lunatic and got his way in being that crazy guy. Yeah. Um, you, you have success there. But then again, we've talked about it numerous times. I hate to like sound like a broken record, but Gallows and Anderson, two great guys, dropped them. Balor. Not using him the way you should, you know. So it could it could go either way. I, I I have to keep going back and saying that. So you're not enjoying Finn's captivating feud with Jinder Mahal? What are you talking about? You obviously didn't watch Raw last night because it looked like they were starting something with Bobby Lashley and Balor now, which I don't get either. Yeah, well, I was just cracking a joke about the fact that they've been having him and Bailey face. Jinder and Alicia and every single combination on a man but then again we're getting that with the shield and I guess the former dogs of war Braun, Drew and Dolph lately uh, they now are, what? they are no longer the dogs of war they're still champions how could you say that? the, the dogs well, of war split up not not necessarily Dolph and Drew we don't know yet you know not Shawn Michaels that was nice that was the echo's going to sound cool on that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Could you make it go speaker to speaker? You can leave this all on. <laughs> but, I mean, you had you had McIntyre hit him with the uh, with the kick to end the show. And the Claiborne. Yeah. Listen, that was like, you know, that was cute or whatever. Kind of expected at some point. I'm not into that. Let's talk about something else from Raw. I really want to talk about the Bellas and Ronda Rousey last night. I will say flat out, and you guys know I've been talking garbage about Ronda, saying, like, at some point she's not there. But yesterday, she was on point. The way she went at the Bella Twins, the jokes she made, the the puns she took, the jabs, okay? Um, She jabbed at the fact that one's banging Daniel Bryan, one's banging John Cena, and that's how they got where they were, like, things like that. Even um, made the point... 
that Nikki Bella, like, what, went through John Cena's door and then John Cena slammed the door on her now? Like, she had some great comebacks <laughs> at her yesterday, and I'm probably fucking them up a little bit, but wow. She impressed me on the mic last night. Ronda did her thing last night. I was impressed. I'm proud of you, girl, even though you don't care what I think. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is I was reading today some of the internet wrestling community out there were complaining that this was a step back for the women's revolution because of the topics they brought up and i was just like it's a freaking story people relax they're getting center stage here not as much as they should be because the rest of the build for this card has been mediocre at best that lousy battle royal segment that was basically a rehash of every royal rumble segment we see leading in where people are throwing themselves over the top ropes that that's comfortable they have nowhere else they could go yeah it's hard yeah, and then that may, it looks like we're going to get a makeshift six-man tag with the boss and hug connection and Natalia taking on the ride squad. Really? Do we really need that? I, the, there's so many options for dream matches they could have put on this whole thing, and I feel like they're striking out. The only thing they've done well so far has been... But Tori Wilson, the Battle Royal, it's the only thing that's excited me lately. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well. The, the the Becky Charlotte match has been built up well. The Ronda Nikki match has been built up well. The rest of it, eh. I mean, that whole segment with Trish, Lita, Mickey, and Alexis last night, and Trish and Lita with the whole Allen Iverson respect reference, I was just like, what? I mean, I'm not a big basketball fan. I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. Or practice, I'm sorry. Practice. Practice. It's so- Practice. We're going to be talking about this a lot next week, right before the event. Um, oh, do, you want to, do you want to drop the news on go somewhere. I'm not dropping no bombs, but we may have a special guest next week, but I'm not saying nothing until we know. But if we do, we may have a guest for the Evolution episode, which would make... Stay tuned. It would be epic. Yes. All right? It would be, you know, the return of a guest. It would be pretty yeah. cool. So stay tuned, guys. Nice, nice. Right, so we had that. We had the return of Tamina. So why? We're gonna be. Who cares? They're gonna be building a program with her. She's and a good Tina. Nia Jax. What do you guys? Th- well, um, I can tell by your reactions what you think. I mean, honestly, I was I was watching. Um, I'm saying they're debating fast forwarding it. I'm like, you know what? Let me just watch it. And then I was mad at myself that I did. Really mad at myself. I'm sorry. The dead silence is because I got nothing on the return of Tamina for the upteen time. I mean, I got nothing. With the Mostus, you got something? I mean, I mean, that's all your Samoan heritage. I was going to say, it's all the Samoans right now. Was that a makeshift haka right there? Is yeah, that what it that was? was. It was. But, um, <laughs> that was my kiss. <laughs> I mean, it's it's what you could have done with Joe and Roman on the other side, but you didn't. So now we're getting it with Tamina and, and Naya. We'll see how it goes. I'm not too sold on it, but it's another I'm, film. I'm, I'm interested. Unfortunately, I looked forward to this event. Like, you know, I'm pro, like, you know, pro women, girl power. 
and excited for the uh, event when they first announced it. Like now that it's closer, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm not excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll watch it, but it may be one of those events that I have on the TV mm-hmm. that um, you're on. I'm your not. Laptop. I'm on my phone, my laptop. You know, like. I'm not going to watch that, Freddie, where we usually watch it, like in that living room downstairs. I'm probably going to watch it in the bedroom, laying in bed, and I may pass out before the good stuff comes on. I mean, honestly. There's a lot of there's a lot of things flopping on Sundays, in my opinion. Um, so my Sundays, they're getting earlier and earlier. Ballers ended. I still got Shameless for like another week. But then, you know, what do I have? Go ahead. Walking Dog Dead fans. Walking Dead sucks now. I watched the first episode. I'm not into it. So that's my side note. After next week's Shameless, I have nothing but pay-per-views left for Sundays, and Evolution ain't doing it for me. Did you guys see that some of the women superstars that were put in that Battle Royal were actually tweeting random, like, what faces? Like, why am I even in this match? This is ridiculous. Um the only one, like Naomi made a crack about it. Uh, there was a few others. Carmella was another one. When Lana did, I wanted to burst out laughing because, as far as Lana's concerned, I was like, "No, you belong in the battle royal, honey. You, <laughs> you shouldn't be in a, in a singles match at all." Absolutely not. The, the best one I saw was somebody passed a comment and it showed Asuka in the center of that battle royal graphic, and it said, "I guess the WWE really wasn't ready for Asuka." <laughs> Facts. Facts. That's that's a good one. That's absolutely true. I want to get you guys to start on this. Um, I'm hearing that WWE, they're going to be putting the machine behind Drew McIntyre. They've got big plans for this guy. Oh, a robot? This guy. Who who brought the comedian? He's your robot. You've been laughing at me this whole time. That's the first bad joke I had. <laughs> but they're they're going all in on this guy. They're gonna be pushing him. All in. All in. Boom. There you go. Drink up. We haven't uh, done a drinking game in a while. We have we haven't done a good drinking uh-huh. game in a while. Maybe we could talk to our guests next week. We can. She, she's, she's down for it. All right. Um what do you guys think? Is do you think he's ready for that spot? Should there be someone else other than him? What are your guys' thoughts on that? I like it. I actually have become a very big fan since his return. I like the character. Um, I love that Claiborne kick of his, the finisher. I think now's the time. It would be somebody new, somebody fresh, but someone that does have experience. So you wouldn't necessarily have to worry about him falling flat on his face, so to speak. I'm really excited for it. I curious to see where they take it. And hopefully good things for Drew McIntyre, the chosen one. Yeah. I, I'm I'm down with you. I'm down with you. Um, I think he can make a good bad guy. Um, he's not gonna be the top one for me because personally, the microphone skills like they're there, but they're not for me because I know there's other people who are so much better. Right. But you know the guy could you know improve with that. But he's great in the ring and he looks big enough to be like a dominant you know mm-hmm. in the ring and he probably dominates women in the bedroom like so. He's married, dude. Yeah, we know. Didn't stop that. Didn't stop Ziggler. Why would it stop him? I don't think Zig's ever settling down. Shawn Michaels does not settle. Shawn Michaels is in May now that Nikki Bella's back on the market. Maybe he will settle down. Interesting. 
Jeez. See what I just did there? You did. Okay. Yeah. Mind blown moment on the Sports Frenzy podcast. So down. Yeah. Nice. What what other news did we have going on this week? Oh, real quick. I'm gonna chime in real quick. Um, we will give our Northeast Wrestling update because there were two more announcements um, as far as the show goes. Today, Mike Lombardi announced that we are getting Mick Foley at the show, so he will be making an appearance. Not sure. Uh, he'll probably come out at some point. And uh, RVD's wife, or girlfriend, wife? Katie Forbes. Correct. Katie Forbes is also going to be on the show now. So we got those two ads, and I've been talking about it every week. So if you guys want to know what else is going on, I'll give a bigger update next week. You guys go back and listen to our previous episodes so you can hear about the matches and the fact that you got people like Kenny Omega, Swagger, RVD, uh, Pentagon. Like, there's all sorts of great guys on this show. Scott Hall. So check the website out, northeastwrestling.com. Tickets are still available. Mid-Hudson Civic Center, November 9th. These guys will be there, two of the three, 66.66%. Because we're just too sweet. And when you're talking about Scott Hall, you got to mention WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, which actually leads us into another topic. The rumor is Batista and Undertaker may be the head of the next Hall of Fame class coming up. And that additionally, Taker's retirement match might be this year at WrestleMania 35. What do you guys think? I, I think it's a good idea. I think uh, Taker's time is overdue. I feel like... Uh, if this is his final running, he's doing it. You know, he's... He, he's going all out. He's, it's he's not it with a bang. his John Cena squash match. Yeah. Okay? It's, he's actually had a great match last week or the week before, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's going to have a great match in Saudi Arabia as long as they all survive. Because maybe the dead man becomes a dead man. You never know. It's Saudi Arabia. Stevie G's on a roll tonight. <laughs> He's on fire tonight. Like Kane. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You, you set me up. Good you're, one, bro. You're on fire. <laughs> the big red machine. Will he take the bullet for his brother? So, so does this mean that two years ago, that when Undertaker left his stuff in the ring after he had that abysmal match with Roman Reigns, was the plan at that point for him to retire and then something somewhere along the line it just changed? I don't understand why now. I'm okay with it, and maybe this is why Shawn Michaels is coming back. Maybe Undertaker put Shawn Michaels into retirement. Now Shawn Michaels is going to return the favor because of the lack of respect. Well, Shawn Michaels should be known as the career ender at WrestleMania if he does that because he did retire Ric Flair, and now, if it comes to it, The Undertaker, which I don't think they'll make him lose at WrestleMania, his final one. I figure he, he'll go out with a bang. But back to the Batista bit, I think it'd be good to bring him in. You let him have a run with, with Triple H. They did kind of set that up tonight on SmackDown 1000. There's a little bit of an awkward exchange kind of leading you to think there, there's something in the works. I do believe there's no scheduled um, there, there's no scheduled um, filming for 
uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, if I'm correct. So it, doesn't, it doesn't matter because as long as Gunn is out as the director, Batista said he won't do it. Batista's not coming back. That's true. Yeah, so that's definitely up in the air. That's, that's up in the air there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Bring Batista back. Bring Undertaker back. Let him have a good run. It'll be interesting. I do recall a couple years ago that Batista specifically said he did not want to come back unless it was the right story and that he did he was quoted as saying he wanted his last match to be against Triple H at WrestleMania. So maybe that's how they got him to appear tonight. Okay, I'll come for your SmackDown 1000. I want to have my retirement match against Triple H at WrestleMania. I'm not thrilled about it because it kind of takes a backseat to some of the full-timers, but this has been going on for years. Unfortunately, the part-timers are the bigger draw. So let them have their moment. Um, let's let's see Batista and Triple H. Uh, that means there's also a rumor that Shawn Michaels' match at WrestleMania might not be against Undertaker. There was a rumor that it was AJ Styles that they might be considering. I don't like the idea because I don't think Shawn Michaels can go like he used to. I mean, we'll find out soon enough, but I would rather Undertaker face another part-timer like The Undertaker uh, if this is going to be his last match once and for all. Speaking of Shawn Michaels and whether it's AJ Styles, whether it's Undertaker. Oh, here's a funny one. WWE Weekly Power Rankings that came out last Friday. Number one was Degeneration X. Number two was the Bella Twins. Number three was Randy Orton. Number four was the new Cruiserweight champion, Buddy Murphy. And number five was Daniel Bryan. So apparently you don't even need to wrestle in a match to become the number one in the weekly power ranking because Shawn Michaels somehow got number one last week. Got number one. That's hilarious. I, I can't believe it. Some of these lists, I don't know what they're doing. And I, I don't get it. Like, are you just trying to appeal to the current fan? Are you trying to appeal to the older fan? Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense to me. Mixed match challenge: the Kevin Owens substitute to team up with Natalia is Bobby Roode. They're both Canadian. Is Natalia Canadian, or was she was she was born in? in... Or she was born in the U.S., but she's with the Hart family, so that kind of makes her like part Canadian somehow, maybe. I don't know. We'll go with that. Yeah. I know. I think that's that's it for my end. Psychopedia? No, that that was it for me. Um, we are looking at possibly having instead. I know I mentioned before a possible top ten moments in SmackDown 1000 history. Um, instead, we're going to have a nice uh, fireside chat, so to speak, where we're all just going to talk about our favorite moments. I have Tom Kakoza and Dan Iskro coming back for that. Um, I know Stevie G mentioned that we might have a special guest coming up next week, so a lot of big things happen on the Sports Frenzy podcast world. Let's not forget, Freddie, why don't you plug some of the other topics you cover, some of the other podcast episodes you put out every week. We're going to be having the UFC one. We recorded it uh, last Friday, so that'll be coming out this week. Uh, we've got our Frenzy episode where we cover everything from our NFL picks to our, um, you know, upcoming topics from the start of the NBA season, the, MB the MLB playoffs, uh, NHL, 
UFC, everything under the sun, we cover it in there. We've got our sold out podcast, so stay tuned with that. We appreciate you guys listening. Don't forget, two interviews just put out in the last week, Jeanette Horning, GM to Hulk Hogan and Fitness Model, and also Casey Cattell, wrestles with uh, CZW, Northeast Wrestling, WWE Experience, all sorts of stuff in that interview. So check those out, those special episodes that dropped in the last week. Yes, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you guys think of the episodes, what you want to hear more of. You want the drinking game back, we'll bring it back. So uh, hit us up on all our social media platforms, the Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, the Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter. Also, don't forget, next week, Sports Frenzy Podcast episode, we will bring back the trivia, Anthony vs. Freddy. But you're the you're the champion. I'm supposed to get a rematch. Yes. No, you guys are going to face no, off next week. It's the rematch. No, you guys are facing off next week. I need a break. Oh, wow. I need a break. <laughs> I defend the title when I want to. It's up to me. Brock, Brock next back, week, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, I'm going to see if I could get my special guest to team up with me and come up with the questions together. So neither one of you see you guys see it coming. And maybe what we'll do is is you guys get your uh, women's trivia game up because we're going to keep it with the theme of next week's WWE Evolution, and it's going to be women's trivia. Mike dropped. It was actually a pen. You sure that wasn't your phone again? <laughs> no, my phone's already cracked again. <laughs> Encyclopedia's on fire tonight. I was on fire today. What are you talking you about? Were. That's his first joke. But then you're dead. Calm down. You had it the takes dunk. three shots to be on fire. He just had one. You had the dunk. Right, cut it out. I had I had a, I had more than one. I had at least three tonight. The Jufer brothers are on fire. How about that? I'll never share the words on fire with you. Ever. Ever. So follow the boys on Instagram. Jufer316. Stevie G. 1218. 1218. Check the business cards. Guys, check us out. Listen, teamleftout.com as well. Come and find us in November 9th. We'll be there. We'll be rocking the brand new Sports Frenzy podcast sold out t shirts, mm-hmm. which maybe, maybe we'll throw them up for a pre order. On the, uh, on the social media pages. You guys let us know if you guys are interested on that one. We'll throw up a picture coming up maybe in the next week or so. And let us know. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.